Thomas and the Heritage Train. Thomas the Tank Engine was excited to be visiting the mainland again. The VAC controller had decided to send him to the National Railway Museum once again to be a part of a Global Railway Partnership celebration. However, it took time for Thomas to be prepared for the special trip. The engines from the Jimbrook Railway in Australia had been and gone, and it made him yearn for the experience even more. Ever since I started my globe trotting, it's made me more excited to go back, he said to Victor at the Steamworks. Any day now I'll be back out there again. Soon enough, the fat controller arrived. We've had clearance from the mainland controllers to have you leave for York tomorrow morning. Thomas was relieved. Oh, thank you, sir. I'm looking forward to a good long run to stretch my wheels. The museum has requested that you bring a heritage consist with you. Except the railway board are unsure on what that will look like. Can I take Annie and Clarabel, sir? That's a good idea, Thomas, but we do need something else for you to take along. You will be carrying your own charter service, and they won't do on their own. We need more than two coaches. Thomas wondered to himself how he can make his train extra special. News soon spread down the line of the special train. Annie and Clarabel sat idly in the sidings at Knapford among the sea of steel coaches. Nia, who was fronting nearby, approached them. Have you heard the news? We never hear anything, my dear. We only hear news when we're out on the line. With Thomas out of service, we've had very little to do. So Nia told them about what she heard about the Heritage Charter Train. My oh my, gawked Annie. What an auspicious opportunity. Quite so, replied Clarabel. But why give us so many passengers that they need another coach? I'd say because it's a popular opportunity. Everyone going must really want to be there, Nia suggested. As Annie and Clarabel tittered away to Nia to hear all, the other coaches couldn't help but to eavesdrop. The express coaches were jealous. Surely we have enough prestige to be asked to go, said one. Thomas has pulled us before. There's no reason why not, put in another. Fairly soon, all the coaches were gossiping about the possibility of being a part of Thomas's special heritage train. The lucky coaches will get to go to York with Thomas, Annie and Clarabel. Hurrahed Hannah to Henrietta. Toby the tram engine couldn't help to listen to Hannah's chattering. What have all you coaches been jabbering about? Sir Henrietta told him all about what she had heard. All the coaches in the yard are banging on over it. Seems like they all want to go, Toby said to Thomas that evening. Thomas was shocked to hear that word had gotten around so quickly. I can't take that many coaches. And besides, if it's a heritage consist, then it would need to be somebody old enough. Suddenly, an idea flew into Thomas's funnel. That's it, he jumped. What's it? puzzled Toby. But Thomas had puffed out of the yard before he could say another word. He found who he was after sitting in the sidings at Wellsworth Station among the older coaches. Thomas whistled. 
Wake up, sleepyhead. I have a very important proposition for you. The old slow coach yawned gracefully and gleamed when she saw Thomas smiling back at her. Thomas, it's been so long. How can I be of assistance? That's a wonderful idea, the fact controller remarked over the telephone. Send her to the steamworks immediately. The train is due to leave tomorrow, and we need her in working order. Tomorrow finally came. Thomas sizzled at the platform in Vickerstown Station with his three coaches all primed up and looking very proper. Edward had gone ahead of Thomas to make sure the path forward was set. The line is clear for you, Thomas. You're all set to go. Thanks, Edward. Oh, and Thomas, when you go to the first junction, please make sure you take the left line. And with that, Thomas chopped away over the drawbridge and onto the main line. He sang happily. Come along, we mustn't be late. Come along, we mustn't be late. Then Annie and Clarabel chimed in. We're coming along, we're coming along. But the old slow coach who rode behind said nothing. She only beamed. Her biggest smile. Filled with important people, they had a long stretch of line between Vickerstown and York. They coasted by stations and saw more modern, sleeper trains whiz by. They may be fast, but they'll never look as good as us, Thomas jaunted. The three coaches happily agreed. Controller had seen to it that Edward was to go ahead of Thomas's heritage train to find a clear path to York so that there was no confusion nor delay. It's just like when I cleared the path for Gordon when he pulled the royal train. I'll be making sure the line ahead is clear and safe and we can select the best route, he said to Thomas. He was longing for a good run. 
it would soon reach the junction, where the main line went two separate ways. He decided to take the right line, and sped along his way humming to himself. They soon made their way down a stretch of line that was primarily used for goods trains. Factories and chimneys towered above the railway line as trains snaked through here. Hang on, he said. This place looks awfully familiar. Edward hissed into the yard limits and stopped to observe his surroundings. Dirty diesels greased through, pulling grimy old trucks, not paying much attention to the old blue engine as he pensively looked around. Then the thought hit him. That's why this place is so familiar. This used to be my old home, the Finesse Railway. This is the yard of Barrow. <coughs> Who's there? Edward edged closer to the noise and found an oddly familiar engine sitting in a siding, covered by a tarpaulin. Fancy seeing you here, youngster. My word, it's you. It's really you. You really think a different lick of paint will change your whole appearance? I'm observant enough to know that it's you, Edward. You haven't changed a bit. Bless my wheels, Alice. How long have you been here? Oh, I couldn't tell you. Long enough to see my sisters and brothers go, as well as the others. All I can see now are um, diesel, diesel, diesel for miles. It's been a long time since I've seen another steamy. So they just abandoned you and left you here. Not so much as abandoned me, <coughs> but not too sure what to do with me. So they rain-checked it and have left me here ever since. Edward was careful to react as he didn't want to upset his old friend, but he wanted to be reassuring. Then he had an idea. Why don't you come with me? I know a safe place we can go. Oh, I'm not so sure, my dear. My wheels are rusted through and I haven't got the ability to start a fire or raise any steam. <coughs> I'm just as good as scrap. Now, don't say that. I'm sure we can do something for you. I'm off to York, in fact. I'm clearing the path for a younger colleague of mine. Perhaps I could pull you there. Alice sparked a quick smile in agreement. Edward went to couple up in front of the old engine. Then it happened. That engine is our property! Quickly, after them! Edward steamed into action and pulled Alice out of the yard on the double. The grimy diesels grew in number as the word went around. Steamy on the loose! Steamy on the loose! Edward felt the pressure, but he knew he couldn't stop. He suddenly remembered an old loop line he used to take when he worked on this railway. It looked closed down and out of exposure, so he darted down it as quickly as he could, so he and Alice could jump out of sight. The mainland diesel zoomed past, looking in every direction for Edward and Alice.
the two engines did not dare breathe. Moments passed and the diesels disappeared. Is it safe? I think so. Edward edged out into the sunlight to see if any diesels could be spotted. Optimistically, he quietly pulled Alice down the loop line. Can I leave you here? I suppose so, Edward. Thank you. I could have never been so brave on my own. If it wasn't for you, I'd still be rushing away back there. Take this as an opportunity. Then Edward thought and smiled. You know, there's a place I know, a safe place for engines like you or me, that attempts to keep the age of steam alive and well out of harm's way. I think you'd like it there. Do you really think that they'd want an old rust bucket like me there? They could paint you up, fix your wheels, and have you running again. Be sure to speak with them. This isn't goodbye, Alice. Thomas sizzled at the platform in Vickerstown Station with his three coaches all primed up and looking very proper. Edward had gone ahead of Thomas to make sure the par forward was set. The line is clear for you, Thomas. You're all set to go. Thanks, Edward. Oh, and Thomas, when you go to the first junction, please make sure you take the left line. And with that, Thomas chuffed away over the drawbridge and onto the main line. Oh, sir, before you go, there's something I must tell you. The fat controller knew that if Edward had something to share, it was important. So he leaned in. Edward told him all about Alice. He paused impressively and went to speak. But I'm afraid that's another story.
A new friend for Stepney. Annie Clarabel and Old Slowcoach were excited to be of Thomas's special heritage train. Filled with important people, they had a long stretch of line between Vickerstown and York. They soon arrived at their destination, and they could tell. Numerous engines of all shapes and sizes had come together at the front of the museum, all lined up rather fashionably. They gasped at engines of the likes that they had never seen before, though some Thomas could pick out where they had come from based on their builds and liveries. As they strode into the yard, Thomas soon heard a familiar voice. Hello, old friend. Well, bless my funnel. Stepney was one of the engines present from the Bluebell Railway, who had visited the island of Sodor several times but many years ago. Come to the sheds. We're all taking on water and coal there. I'm sure you could rest a wheel. Stepney brought Thomas and his coaches to the yard, where many other engines were resting too. This is quite a big setup, this, remarked Stepney. It is a big yard, gasped Thomas. Not the actual setup, silly. I meant the event. The two engines laughed and began to muse on old times just like it was yesterday. We hear of your railway quite regularly. It sounds like Sir Topham Hat has been doing wonders for you. You could say the same for your line, replied Thomas. It sounds like the Bluebell has been doing some great work. Oh, it's been wonderful. I don't run around as often as I used to, but whenever I get the opportunity, I always take it. The pair were interrupted when a flash of red jolted out of the shed into the remaining sunlight. Here in Wafflewon, said the red tank engine, you'll bore your bolts off. Oh, by the way, Stepney rolled his eyes. I'm sure I've told you about Baxter here. That's Captain Baxter to you, little terrier. Thomas eyed the newcomer doubtfully. You do remind me of another red engine, I know. Captain Baxter's eyes lit up. Oh, do tell me more. Yeah, he's pretty full himself too. Must be something to do with red paint. Thomas snarked as he and Stepney erupted in laughter. Captain Baxter grumbled. At least you have a train to pull. Poor Stepney doesn't have anything. Don't remind me. Oh, I will. You weren't prestigious enough to even earn your own coaches. I was able to bring mine with me. That's because I came as a light engine to clear the line for you. Maybe, put in Thomas, an engine on his own is enough of a sight to behold. Captain Baxter decided not to argue any further. It doesn't matter to me. I'm just proud of my coaches in their beautiful southern green paint. And he puffed off with them in tow to show them off. Annie, Clarabel, and Old Slowcoach were admirable of them. The coaches themselves just wished they were attached to a nicer engine. Don't listen to him. I'm sure you'll get your own coaches one day, sympathised Thomas. I wish, said Stepney, but I don't see that happening anytime soon. With the age I'm at, I'm being given everyone else's coaches whenever I get to pull a train. The old slow coach couldn't help to overhear. You could take me out if you like, she chimed in. Thomas was surprised, but agreed to the idea when he saw how happy it made Stepney feel. 
Across the week at the museum, visitors got the opportunity to ride behind each of the engines. Stepney and Old Slowcoach coasted around the beautiful English countryside. Thank you for letting me pull you, um, what's your name? Most engines call me Old Slowcoach, but for now, I think you can call me by my proper name. And what's that? Esmeralda. My name is Esmeralda. Well, Esmeralda, it's an absolute delight to work with you, Stepney replied, and the two spent the rest of the week working together, happily pulling tourists and families up and down the line. Thomas pulled Annie and Claribel and was happy to be with them, but was also happy to see old Slowcoach just as happy. I think she was on a scrap heap so many years ago, he said quietly to Annie. Both her and Claribel gave adamant smiles in agreement. Everybody had a splendid time and the visitors were most impressed by Thomas, Stepney and all the other engines on show. Some engines stayed longer and shorter than others. Thomas even got to catch up with Wilbert and Flying Scotsman. Soon enough, they had to get ready to head back to the island of Sodor once again. Are we ready? Thomas asked the three coaches. We are! Annie and Clarabelle chimed. Old Slowcoach paused. Actually, Thomas, I think... I'm going to stay behind. Thomas blinked. Why? Do you like the museum that much? No, no, the museum has been fantastic, but I've had some time to think and I would like to go home with Stepney. If he's welcome to it. Stepney's eyes lit up. He was excited by the thought of having a new coach to work with. Oh, Esmeralda, it will be my honour! Thomas chucked up quietly to Esmeralda. Are you sure? I'm more than sure. I enjoyed all my time on Sodor, but I don't think I'm ready to go back to the sidings. Thomas was sad, but he could see Esmeralda was happy with her new friend. And Thomas, she said, thank you for giving me a second chance. She shed a small tear as Thomas smiled and backed up to Annie and Clarabelle. I'm sure we'll see each other again sometime. And with that, the iconic trio chuffed away on their homebound trip. Esmeralda watched as they disappeared into the horizon and turned and smiled at Stepney. Come on, Stepney, she said. Let's go home too. <laughs>